everybody be cool. You be cool. First rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Is this a dream? Unfortunately, no one can be told what the Matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. I thought not. The word they'd be wrong. Come with me if you want to live. Hello and welcome to the BBFC podcast. I'm Joe and today I'm joined by Senior Examiner Craig Lapper and we're going to be looking at Jaws, the 1970s Steven Spielberg hit. And this has actually come to us from a public request from Matt who said, I'd love to hear more about the golden age of the early 70s. We discussed a number of films from the 70s in our historical BBFC directors episodes. Today yeah, we're going to be looking at Jaws. Now it's a very well-known quantity, uh, many, many people have seen it, it's um, still popular even uh, today, uh, many years after its release. And so Craig, what did the board think of Jaws when it first came to us? Well, Jaws is interesting from a BBFC point of view for, for two two related reasons. First of all, and most famously, it's a very borderline film about, at the time, whether it should be passed in a category that would allow anyone to see it, or whether it should be restricted to older viewers only. It's also interesting because it came at a very transitional time for the board. It was actually one of the last films that our secretary, Stephen Murphy, saw before he left the board. Oh, I didn't um, realise it was a Stephen Murphy one, actually. Yeah, it was, it, no, that's, that's the interesting thing about it. It was, it was originally seen by Stephen Murphy, who sadly didn't leave any information about what he thought about the film. All we know is that he passed the film... A, which was the equivalent of PG, and then left. And then our, our new secretary, James Furman, started, and obviously he was aware that there was this big high-profile film coming out, and he thought, as the incoming secretary of the BBFC, I should probably have a look at this so that I know what's what's going out. So, so James asked to see the film in advance of its release, and I think it's fair to say that he, he, he felt the film was, was a very high a film. It's it's quite interesting in that respect that uh, Stephen Murphy, when he joined the board, had been left the the unwanted gift of Ken Russell's The Devils by his predecessor John John Trevelyan, and here was Stephen Murphy at the end of his time giving James the gift of Spielberg's Jaws, which is not a straightforward film category. No. When Murphy had seen the film originally, he'd asked for he'd asked for one small cut to be made. Uh, but the company had resisted making the cut. That was to the sight of, of a character coughing up blood when he was uh, chomped by the shark, and that cut had actually been waived by the board's president. But uh, James's concern when he started was whether the film was correctly placed at A, given, given how tough some of the content was in terms of moments of gore and, and, and the threatening scenes and and given that the film had already been passed a he he felt it would be a good idea to arrange some screenings for consultants in child psychiatry directors of london child guidance clinics as well because his essential concern was not that the film would be unsuitable for secondary school children you know it's a sort of old-fashioned adventure Story. Uh, we know that children tend to like films involving monsters, dinosaurs. So there was there was that there was that aspect that it was going to be suitable for people at secondary school and in their teens. But was it possible that the film would be very scary and very upsetting for younger children? And James just wanted some reassurance about that, given that the A category meant that although parents were cautioned, anybody in theory could see the film. Interestingly, the 
the child psychiatrists and other experts who saw the film agreed that very young children might have nightmares if they saw the film, but they did feel that older children, including perhaps some older primary school children, would deal with the film okay because those kind of children, that age of children, were more likely to be worried by violence between humans than they were by this kind of monster theme, which was essentially the same as you would see in a in a in a film featuring dinosaurs. You know, ironically, given that uh, Spielberg went on to make the equally borderline, or perhaps slightly less equally borderline, Jurassic Park um, a number of years later. But but with that reassurance, uh, James Furman was was reassured that the film was okay for older children, but given that it might be particularly scary for, for, for younger people taken along, he, he took the unusual step, and this was all after the film had been classified, of issuing a press release, which was about the first time the board had ever issued a press release on an individual film, explaining, and I've got a copy of it here, so I'll quote, The BBFC has passed the film Jaws with an A certificate. This classification has not in recent years required that children under 14 be accompanied by an adult, but it does warn parents that a film contains scenes they might prefer their children not to see. In the case of Jaws, the board wants this warning to be taken very seriously indeed. There was also an agreement reached with the, the film's distributor that notices would be displayed in cinema foyers, again warning that there were sequences in the film that may be particularly disturbing to younger or unaccompanied children. Yes. So it was quite unusual, a sort of early example of, of uh, you know, the board uh, issuing a warning about a film in a way that's similar to the kind of uh, consumer advice insight. Yeah, that's right. That's very similar to BBFC Yeah, So it's an unusual example of the board feeling that merely awarding a category to a film wasn't sufficient in itself mm. and that parents really needed a little bit of extra information and guidance sure i mean i you know i, I wasn't around when jaws came out but no. i did see it as quite a young child and i remember not being scared by it as such but certainly the, the scary moments were sort of quite effective at sort of yeah, reinforcing the threat of the shark and yeah it's almost one of those cases where the film's too effective at doing what yeah, it's trying to do exactly yeah it's very skillfully made and it sort of plums into that sort of visceral fear yeah. we all have of monsters yeah. and things grabbing you from the dark yeah. um so yeah I mean, how how did the public react to it when it eventually came out i mean given that we'd put all these warnings in place and looked at it so carefully. Yeah, um, that must have had some effect because we didn't end up with a with a deluge of complaints. But but there were some complaints. Complaints did come in partly from people who had you know taken children who were too young and they had been had been scared by it. Partly from people who who just felt that some of the content, especially those few gory and bloody moments, were were, were too strong. For children and they they felt it should be classified higher even though they didn't have any evidence of of people being upset more interestingly though in the build-up to the film coming out there were some letters received from children which was quite interesting saying that they were very much looking forward to seeing the film and uh, they hoped they would be able to do so one of the children who wrote in um, received a reply from from the board secretary james Furman. Uh, which is quite a nice reply. Um, the good news is you can go to see Jaws. It has an A certificate, which means it's been passed for audiences of all ages, but also has material parents might prefer younger children not to see. And he goes on to say, we talked to a lot of doctors and child psychiatrists about Jaws. 
They all felt little children might find it exceptionally scary. So provided your mum agrees, you can go and see Jaws with your friends next time it comes round. But you might prefer to take your mum along as well because it is very scary. Yeah, that's interesting. So obviously, I mean, the film's a really well-known quantity now, um, but in the 70s, you could only see it in the, cin- in the cinema. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the 80s, uh, VHS came along. So um, what happened when the uh, film came in on video to the BBFC? So obviously, from 1984, we were classifying uh, videos under the Video Recordings Act. Yeah, the film had already been released on video, um, so, so so it was out there. It, it had also been shown on television, and it was a film that tended to have been shown relatively early in the evening with 7.30 slots. So again, Given that it had been available for anyone to see with that warning at the cinema, was available on video, had been shown, you know, more or less on a primetime slot on television, um, there was a realisation when the video came in that it would be illogical and out of keeping with people's established expectations now to raise it artificially to, to a higher category. Again, just as in the 1970s there'd been a problem in a sense that we had a category, the A category, like PG, meaning anyone could see it, and then the next category was double A, meaning you had to be 14. On video at that stage, again, we just had the option of PG, broadly equivalent to the A, or 15. And again, with such a well-known film that everybody had seen and really had become a a well-known quantity by then, we didn't feel that there was any point at that stage pushing it up to 15 because that's quite a a high restriction uh, compared to a PG. So so the video was left at PG at more or less the same level it had had for its cinema release. And again, you know, every now and again when somebody did see Jaws for the first time, we received the odd letter about it expressing surprise uh, that the film had been past PG. And it's certainly one of, the, one of the stronger films in terms of threat and in terms of blood ever to have been past PG. But again, we were slightly stymied by the fact we didn't have a category between PG and 15. Sure. I mean, obviously that's no longer the case. We've got the 12 now and that's no. been around for, for some time. So how's Jaws classified in the modern age now? Yeah, Jaws came in a few years ago. It was actually in 2012 for a cinema reissue. We knew the film was going on. We felt that it would be worth having senior examiners and, in fact, in this case, the president sitting in because uh, we knew that uh, there was a high chance that we'd have to rethink the existing classification. Of course, by that stage, we had published classification guidelines, which are the result of consultation with the public. Um, So we do need to ensure that any classification decisions we make now, even if it's on an older film, are in line with those guidelines because they do uh, form a sort of contract between us and the public in terms of what the public can expect. And watching the film now on the big screen, in spite of it being such a well-known quantity, there really was no way that those sequences of severed body parts, blood being spat out, could be reconciled with the PG guidelines as they're written today. We did think that the film, in many respects, was at the upper end of the 12A category. So rather than being a borderline PG-12 film, uh, by modern standards, it's more a borderline 12A-15 film. However, we were conscious that, of course, it is such a well-known film, such a famous film, and has been out there without restriction for so long so, so we came to the conclusion that the best result was a compromise, which was to classify the film 12A, uh, which would mean that, in theory, anyone still could go and see the film, 
but at least this time parents would be given fair warning that there was content in the film that may be unsuitable for young children. And now the 12A prevented the possibility of unaccompanied children going in, whereas back in the 70s all we could do was warn people that we didn't think it was a good film for unaccompanied children. So in a sense the the perfect certificate for Jaws came along several years after the event. But it did mean in 2012 we finally felt we were... We were giving Jaws um, a more realistic certificate rather than uh, a pragmatic certificate. Yeah, sure. And obviously, we have the BBC Insight, which can give yeah. quite a quite a detailed sort of look at why we gave the film it did. Yeah. Um, well, thanks, Craig. It's quite an interesting um, look at the way sort of we have to balance various factors in coming up with a uh, certificate, even sort of thirty odd years after the release of a film. Don't forget that if you do want to contact us and ask us to talk about a specific film, you can do so using the podcast feedback form on the website. You can also email us at podcast at bbfc.co.uk. And if you're on Twitter, you can also tweet to us at, at bbfc.